Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. This is the, this is the matchup that I'm a little I'm yeah. a little worried about, man. I'm Missouri's there. The offense is just clicking, man. They make you cover the whole field. The the running back is just downhill in your yeah. face, and next thing you know, he looks like he's he's got two yards. And he got fifteen. Yeah. Like I, I'm 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 really worried. I'm really you worried know. about this one this week. So what's interesting about Missouri? Hold on, um, I'm gonna I'm do the intro. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I gotta do the intro. <laughs> do the intro. <laughs> do the intro. Yeah, y'all about to roll into it. Y'all do the intro. <laughs> All right. All right, believe in Tennessee fans. We got a special guest here. You know, uh, he's he's currently a high school uh, coach right now. Head coach. He is uh, playing in the playoffs right here. His team's getting ready to uh, get after it this year and get that state championship. Also. Uh, was a former assistant coach at Missouri, played at Missouri, one of the best tight ends in history at Missouri, played in the NFL. Um, one of my good friends, A.J. Ofadale, is on. Also with my my co-host, you know, as always, Aaron Hayden. And both of these guys are Detroit guys, so I kind of feel like, okay, okay, we got Detroit in the house. But these guys are, good, are knowledgeable in football, so we're going to get started. We're going to talk a little bit about this matchup. We're a little nervous about it, you know. I know, AJ, you know, they feeling good. They licking their wounds from playing Georgia. But, you know, of course, we'll beat them for y'all. You know, we'll make sure we get them for y'all. You know what I'm saying? But but, but we got to get past you guys first so y'all can help us, you know, so we can go into this game and, you know, have a big one. But welcome to the show, AJ. Is We are excited to have you here, man. But what are your thoughts on the last game? You know, I know you guys played Georgia. Y'all played them tough. You know, what was your thoughts? Um, kind of, kind of going to the game, and and uh, you know, kind of allude to kind of some of the things y'all face. Well, you know, for us uh, going into this season period, kind of a crossroads season. Uh, you know, kind of a line in the sand year for Coach Drinkowitz. Uh, done a great job recruiting. Uh, kind of been around that 500 mark, and but for Missouri football, and what I've noticed traditionally, all my years been around going back to 1991. But especially when Missouri had their great years once they got into the SEC in 2012. Just being realistic, traditionally, Missouri has not out-recruited Tennessee as it relates to four-star, five-star kids, all the right. early kids. Right. Haven't out-recruited Georgia. Haven't out-recruited any of the quote-unquote blue blood programs in the conference. But where Missouri gains this huge advantage is in the years where there is experienced NFL talent on the roster. Where you have guys that are fifth, and in this case now with the COVID year, you have guys that are 60-year seniors in some cases that are NFL-level right. cal- uh, players, and you got a 23-, 24-year-old NFL-caliber guy playing against an 18-year-old blue-chip high school prospect, a former high school prospect. Missouri then gains a huge advantage in those years, and that's what you see uh, back in the Gary Pinkle years, those couple of uh, those couple of SEC East champion years and right. played uh, the title game. And then also a few years ago, when we were there, we had those older veteran teams where we won uh, eight games in, I think, 2018 uh, and beat yeah. some pretty good teams. We're competitive with everybody. We had those older, experienced teams. Well, this is one of those groups for Missouri. Um, you know, there's a lot right. of kids on that roster that are going to spend time on NFL rosters who've been at Missouri for a really long time. Darius yeah. Robinson is a D tackle. Uh, Javon Foster. Uh, I mean, I, Brady Cook, who is another interesting story in and of, of itself. Um you know, Cody Schrader, who got there by way of transfer, but was a 2,000-yard rusher at Truman State. Now, all of a sudden, he's the second-leading rusher in the SEC. So this is one of those years for Missouri. So going in, although it was a crossroads season, 
Uh, this was a year a lot of people who were in the know expected Missouri to be really a factor in the East and in the SEC as a whole. And so uh, for those people, myself included, this season has not been a shock. And, uh, mm. you know, I really felt like that this game, uh, you know, would be a toss-up game. I thought it was a game that Missouri had the experienced players, the confidence. That's the other thing. You know, you're sitting at 7-1. and one, uh, right. and You're rolling into a big game like that. And I know they're not thinking that way. But there is an uh, aspect that you're playing with house money. You know, mm. you're sitting at seven and one. You got some room to go out and play with some freedom without worrying about consequences. You know, uh, for what um, for what it's worth. And so, you know, I, I thought it'd be a big test uh, for Mizzou, big test for Georgia, even. And uh, you know, a couple more plays one way or the other, and you know, the outcome's a little bit different. Uh, yes. You know, a little bit of money left on the table for Mizzou in that game. Well, you know, I know they licking, uh, they licking their wounds, and we hope they keep uh, licking their wounds. You know, you so you sound like you 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 think this is gonna be a tough game for Tennessee. You know, I ain't gonna talk no junk, right? <laughs> just yet, AJ. You know, I ain't I ain't gonna get like that. But y'all should be confident. You got us at your house. We have not been the same as playing home, right? Now we got Kentucky, which was a tough game, right? And we all know Kentucky can play, right? No but play. you know, um. You know, Missouri's one of those teams, man. I mean, when you face them, like you said, when they have an experienced team, right? They they are tough, and they put more guys. They put a lot of guys in the NFL, just as many as uh, as most programs. So, this is going to be a tough matchup. You know, Double A, what, what's your thoughts? You know, on on, on what uh, AJ said there. So, so AJ said a word that I think is the perfect word for this week: crossroads. Mm. I think both programs are super excited about the guy that's at the head of the, of the team right now and Drinkwich, right. and we're, we're just excited, excited about hypo in our future. But I think we're both right there on that, that echelon of being in the right. SEC elite. And I think yes. this game, this is going to be what a top 15 game, right. uh, according to the college playoff, whoever wins this game can, can almost creep back into that, to that top 10. Yes. Um, as he, as he talked about recruiting, I think both programs have to recruit outside of their home base, mm, outside of Tennessee, outside of Missouri. And and this is where you start to get that elevation and, yes. and start to be able to go into Texas and Oklahoma and uh, for us, North Carolina and places, because you're doing well against those teams. SEC, I'm sure it's going to be the CBS game or the ESPN, ESPN game, but you're on national TV. Your right. programs are probably about the same. same. I think they have a few more people on offense. I think we have a few more people on defense but it's about as even as it can be my right. problem and what i'm really scared about is the quarterback and burden though that's mm. what i'm i'm concerned about they they almost play like the golden state warriors they keep you spaced out yes everything's on time and then next thing you know here comes straighter down 100 miles per hour breaking tackles and and turning two yard gains into you know seven yard gains and then seven yard gains into 18 yard gains so that's what i'm worried about because if we look through, as we talked about it week to week on this show, alignment and assignment has been our mm. issues. And You're if right. you don't have alignment and assignment against Missouri on the road again, where we haven't right. played consistently well, I think we could be in trouble. You know, I agree with you. You know, and what we're talking about, guys, you know, what I called it is, you know, Thanksgiving, you got the big people table and you got the little kids and the little people, right? Yeah. We, we try both teams trying to get to the big boy table, right? Yeah, they want to eat Thanksgiving at the big boy table, you know. So yeah. 
that's the that's the difference right there. You know, you got two pro- programs that are hungry for that. That's why. They, that's what makes this matchup so intriguing. You know, um, you know, you look at the quarterback position. I, I, you know, we give the nod. You know, to to Missouri's quarterback, and and you, you think they're one of the top co- uh, uh, offenses in the country in the red zone. You know, and that's the, that's going to be the key. You know, can the game wreckers wreck this game? Right? Can we? Who can minimize that? You know, it's a it's a matchup game. You know, so trying to play that cat and mouse game and figure it out, you know, to me, you know, I, I, I feel like Banks has shown, you know, right, that he has the wherewithal to put put guys in position to make it difficult on the offense. You know, if it comes down to execution by the players, you know, obviously, and coaches coaching them up to get ready for this game plan. So, you know, that's the thing about this matchup. And I think who can run the ball? We're, we're one of the top in the country at running the ball. They have Burton, right? We got that, th- that three-headed monster, right? They got to come to play. You know, they got to come and play in the pass game, you know. And I th- always think about the things that guys do, I call them their blind plays. These are plays they're good at, you know. Uh, Missouri offense has it, right. Uh, Tennessee's offense is that. Who can stop what they do, right. You got these four to five or six or eight things they do, right. Can you stop them? You know, and I think you know, on both sides of the ball, that's going to be the key matchup. And you'll find that out, you know, and probably in the first quarter. You know, kind of what's going on, but it's like who can adjust from there, and I think that's going to be the key, and that's been the thing that me and Aaron has talked about with our team. Can we go in at halftime and make the, the right adjustments, whether you're up or down? You know, to be you get you know you know how it is is that cat and mouse strategy because if someone comes out and stop you in the second half, right, and change up on you, can you adjust, readjust again, or prepare for that, knowing that you're going to have to in the future in the second half? You know, so. You know, we, we can't talk about things that happen with refs and stuff like that. Hey, it is what it is. I think this is going to be a great battle, a great matchup. And um, I'm kind of looking forward to it. You know, you know, at uh, Tennessee, we kind of call uh, – we, we say Dorkowitz. We don't say uh, – uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, man, this man be like a Star Wars guy, man. You know, he out there like a Trekkie, man. Like, when, when I ain't saying nothing against those people, but, you know, football coaches and stuff, they don't go together, man. Yeah, we, were, we were doing so well. We were, yeah, I know, man. We, we got to get into this. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm hang I'm hamstrung a little bit because you know I, I think the world of Coach Heupel, uh yes. was on staff with him at Mizzou. Right. Uh, Tim true. Tim Banks is a Detroit guy. Aaron knows yep. how it is with Detroit guys. He actually yep. uh, went to my neighborhood school, played the same little league organization. So I yep. know a bunch of guys on that staff. So I'm kind of hamstrung. I can't throw the shots back. Like you, right. uh, you can't do it. <laughs> so I get to throw three shots. Okay, you know, but you know, but you know what? He's a he he's a doggone good coach. Good you know, and you coach. guys are you guys are excited about him just like we're excited about Hypo. You know, um, this is going to be this is an interesting matchup. You know, it comes down I think to the, do the playmakers make the plays. You know, you know y'all better find somebody to, to uh to to block James. Because James, because he coming now, yeah, you know, and he coming off that edge now, so that tackle better put some extra wrist tape on. You know, that, you know that's and, one of the that's one of the unsung, uh, in my opinion, one of the unsung strengths. Not talking yes. about strengths, University of Missouri, their offensive line. Uh, you know, right. when you look at Javon Foster, who's another Detroit guy, went to West Bloomfield High School, and I remember that's him right. as a under recruited. He was committed to Eastern Michigan. And I remember going in, watching him, and thinking, boy, there's something special about this kid. We ended up getting him flipped over to Missouri, and people kind of scratched their head. And last three years, he's been on, you know, you look at the PFF's highest-graded tackles, Javon Foster's name's on there. You look at these early draft lists, Javon Foster's name is on there. 
Uh, another young man, Xavier Delgado, uh, Delgado, who's a road grader. Yes, from, I remember. Uh, Arizona, big physical kid. And, you know, when you talk about that red zone offense earlier, you know, there's a couple of things that go into Missouri being that efficient is, you know, one, you've got this experienced offensive line group that's been able to have their way along with uh, Schrader just ran the ball extremely efficient, tough, physical. And like Aaron said, three yards become six really quick because he mm. plays behind his pads. The other factor in that is you have Brady Cook, who, you know, a year ago was a little bit maligned, I think a little bit underappreciated. And I think maybe the most underrated quarterback in the country with everything right. he brings to the table from throwing the ball and what he does with his feet, which is the part that I think in the red zone makes them exceptionally dangerous because he can move around. Right. And then the final part is everybody knows about Luther Burden, second in the country in receiving uh, what he can do, one, just with the ball in his hands uh, in terms of his play strength, breaking tackles, turning a, a perimeter screen into a big play, or getting by guys and going up and making a play uh, on a high point ball. But then also they added Theo Weiss this year, who was an extremely highly recruited kid out of Texas. And I remember him coming out of high school and everybody in the country was on him. He goes to Oklahoma, he's somewhat productive there. But, you know, a lot right. of times, you know, it's all about fit in college football. And so you get a guy who's a good player and everybody recognizes the ability, but maybe he's surrounded by a bunch of other guys just like him and That's doesn't right. get the amount of opportunities he needs to. So he transfers to Missouri and now he's a featured guy. And you got this big body guy that can go up and make plays. And so when you start talking about getting in the red zone, when teams want a total blitz, zero blitz, all those things. That's right. We got these one on one guys out there that can make uh, make plays. It limits the defense a little bit and why Missouri has been so good. And I think the the key matchups in this game, besides Missouri being efficient in that way and, you know, me being particularly familiar with uh, Hypo's system. And now, mind you, it's evolved dramatically. Right. It's back in the Missouri days. He you know, had some record setting years there, kind of took the league by storm as a coordinator. When we had Drew Locke through for mm. a bunch of yards and it's evolved since then. They're doing a lot more when I watch them. There's more aspects to it um, through the Central Florida years. And then now and I think. Uh, but the things that the, are the hallmarks that remain the same is the tempo is relentless. They're going right. to get up. They're going to get the ball snap. In the end, they want to be vertical in the run game. So tight zone, power, those things are going to get you downhill because they want to feed that tempo with how they run the ball. So not as much wide zone and not as much things that are going to take a little more time. They want to run the ball vertically and they want to spread you out. They want to get ex extremely wide splits and they want yes. to make you make a choice that you're either going to honor these splits and you're going to be light in the box and we're going to run this ball on you really effectively right. if you do that. Or you're going to sell out to sell the run and stop the run and we're going to have – elite speed guys on the outside that we're going to get the ball out to and try to beat you downfield. And that is, you know, a very simplified version of what Missouri's going to have to deal with with the Tennessee offense. But because yeah. he's always going to have wrinkles. He's always going to have things that attack directly who you are. He's excellent at that. And so right. obviously weather in that storm, but that's a small part. The big part is the identity of the Tennessee offense and getting that defended. And like you mentioned earlier, also on the other side, protecting. Because if they can get to the QB with just four, then you know that's going to be tough that's on right. So that's that's, uh, right. that's kind of the, the matchup as I see it. You're right. Now I'm going to ask you one question. Now, who going to tackle Jalen Wright? That's going to be the question. You know, because we talked about Burton on the other side. We haven't mentioned yeah. Jalen. You know, and Jalen is you know leading leading the, leading the conference in probably yards per carry. He's seven point five yards a carry. He broke eighty two yarded, but he's he's played exceptionally well against the good teams. Yeah. You know, and you know Texas A and M one of the top rushing team, you know, defenses. Kentucky won a top top defense. He he he's shown up and played on a big stage. And you know, our thing, me and Double A talked about been been like giving him more touches, right? 
And I think especially in the red zone because we've had our red zone woes and we're going against a, uh, a team offensively that's one of the top in the country. They were the top. I don't know, going coming out of Georgia game, you know, they still are. You know, but that's that's going to be something. You know, we talk about game records, record in the game. He's one of those guys. And once you eliminate a running back, you know, because we always talk about stop the run. Because if we could flow with the run, now the play action is rolling. You know, and now you got to, you know, you guys got a runner with Cook on the other side. We got a guy that's developing into a runner. Now, he ain't going to do the – he ain't going to have the wiggle that Cook have. You know, but he's he's six six, two hundred and forty pounds. You know, and he can lean out there and get you get you six, seven, eight yards. You know, and I think that that is a key matchup. Who can run the ball? You know, can the game records like your guys? Your receivers are phenomenal. You know, can we cover down it? Who can create explosive plays? You know, once we get in the red zone, you know what kind of matchup? You know what's going to happen there? Can we get some stops on defense? You know, does Missouri take over when they get in the red zone? And who can get there? You know, because I know turnovers, the things you don't talk about, turnovers, the un, you know, the unforeseen things, turnovers, penalties, right, and um, just explosive plays, things that can happen. So, yeah, you're right on that. So I'm going to go with score predictions right here. What you got, What you got, double A? Well, you're not going to kick field goals and win this game. So no, um, I'm going to go last drive. I'm going to go, you know, I'm a homer. I bleed orange. So I'm going to yes. go 35. 3528 yeah. um is what I'll go. Who? UT. Yeah, UT. Get that dog. I just had to make sure, <laughs> you know. What you what you got? What you got right well, here, AJ? I have a remarkably close prediction. I got 3428 home team. Missouri. How you going? All right, I you know, I know you Missouri guy. <laughs> All right, here's my score prediction, guys. I think I think Jalen Wright, they handed him that rock, you know. I think he's going to have a, a 200, a 180, 150 in there. You know, hopefully we get him about three TDs, okay? Now, I think y'all going to make y'all plays on the other side, you know, because it's hard to stop an offense like that. You know, I think the score prediction for me is 42 to 35. I think it's going to be one of those games where we score touchdowns. Right. I think it's going to be a, more, a much higher scoring game, you know, and I, but I think it's going to be within the touchdown. You know, I, I I see that within a touchdown, I think we we're gonna get rid of some of those woes we've had on the road. You know, and um, this is gonna be a tough matchup. I'm talking about it's gonna be tied going into the fourth quarter, and I think the fourth quarter is where it's gonna break. And I think um, the things that Hypo's doing offensively, he's gonna throw a couple wrinkles in there with Joe. And uh, you know, I feel like Joe's gonna be the, uh, you know, he's gonna make some explosive plays, and he's gonna have to be the real hero of this game. So we got all the predictions, guys. All right. Now, we ain't going to make you wear the, uh, you know, we got the checkerboard overalls, you know. I usually bring that Betty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you really feel like y'all going to win, you take it. But we're going to be back on the show with them overalls on. You know, I'm a, I know you're tall. See, AJ like 6'7", so I got to go order it special, you know, from the big and tall to come up with this, okay? But I'm going to order it special, this checkerboard outfit, and we're going we're gonna to put an orange wig on your head. I'm going to be of my word. If my prediction is wrong, I will wear the orange checkerboard jumpsuit <laughs> oh, on the show. I don't know what they wear in Missouri, but you know, I don't know about that, man. I don't know what the bet is. I might have to go with a dinner or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all wear something, you know, just let me know. You know? Hey, I'm, I'm with whatever. You could you could throw that Truman the Tiger suit on. Ooh, you don't give it to me. I'll take it. They be chasing me down. I said, AJ said I could wear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, man, hey, believe in Tennessee fans, guys. 
man, we're excited, man. We had uh, AJ Ofale. We appreciate you coming on the show. And yeah, uh, guys, we're going to always bring you, you know, real information. We're talking about guys who coaches have played the game and played in the NFL, but played in um, big-time college football. So we're going to keep bringing you that information, guys. We appreciate you coming on, AJ. Anytime. And come on appreciate anytime, you, bro. Man. Good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you, too. Hey, you think about this one last thing. What you got? As many times over the years as I've talked to Aaron about you or you about Aaron, this is the first time we all been in the same room, even though it's virtually. First there time we go. all been in the same room together. Think about that. That's amazing. But no, man. we got one more. We were playing, y'all. We were playing the Ravens, and I came by the hotel. No, you're right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, years ago, you're right. Y'all in the room, so that's been probably you're right. 30, 35 years. Man, we getting old, man. I'm getting old. That's the CTE that, guy. That, that's <laughs> been the one thing. <laughs> well, man, we got to do this again, man. Appreciate y'all being on. And um, you can say go, Mizzou. We're going to say go Vols, though, you know. And go Vols. So go I'm going to say M-I-Z, and then y'all say Z-O-U. So M-I-Z. <laughs> it's it's no, really not going to work hey, like that. It's uh, not going uh, down like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll talk to you soon, man, and I uh, appreciate you being on the show. I uh, appreciate it, man. Right. Good to see you guys. Appreciate you, bro, man. Good All luck right, this man. weekend, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. All right. All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.